Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, urging everyone to, to get this book. Uh, it, it, is, uh, it is absolutely, it promises to be terrific. I've just ordered mine. In fact, I'm going to get a second one for a present for someone because uh, I, I think it's such an important uh, set of stories uh, in this book. It's, uh, it's called This is Ear Hustle, Unflinching Stories of Everyday Prison Life. And Erlon Woods is our very special guest, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have him. Uh, Erlon, how are you? I'm doing great, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, listen. Congrats on all your all your success. Um, hasn't you. been easy, and uh, and and I guess no one uh, no one knows the story like the uh, main character. Can you give us a little bit of your background? Yes, uh, I'm formally convicted. I was convicted of attempted second degree robbery, and in California, I was sentenced under the California Three Strikes Law to 31 years to life plus 26 years to life, uh, and you know. Throughout my time in prison, you know, I was able to rehabilitate myself. I was able to take trades. I was, you know, able to create uh, this podcast with a volunteer by the name of Nigel Poor. Um, and, you know, through my work, you know, the governor's office uh, found it in them to grant my application for commutation because had they not granted it, I would still be in prison until 2028 when the first time I go in front of the parole board. Yeah, I, l- let me let me tell you, it's uh, it's got to be a nightmare when you when you hear those words come down, when you hear the sentence come down, and uh, the emotions that just go through there. I mean, are, are you? Uh, does it just take all the life out of you? I mean, what's what's the emotion? You know, when you when you sitting there, you sitting there, and and you know you've done wrong, and you know, but the maximum the maximum sentence you're supposed to get is like three years, six years, you know, and 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 then they hit you with the oh well, based on when you were a juvenile, you had two convictions, so we're going to give you a life sentence. You know, it it, it really knocks the wind out you. It's like what? Hold up, how you how do I get life sentence? You know, um, and and you know my criminal record isn't that even ain't that bad to to have a life sentence. So you, you struggle with that over that time and you're looking around and just looking at people just like, ah, oh, this is crazy. I hope they change it, you know? And, and, but you know, it's nothing too much you can do because you're powerless in those moments, you know? I, I mean, there, so, there, there were, there were murderers on the street that haven't done uh, 31 years or, or whatever. I, right. I, it, it's just amazing to me that, uh, and, and again, we, we need prison reform. We need, uh, we need all of that going on here. In, yeah. Here in New York, we have bail reform, which is controversial and it's a, it, it's a disaster the way it was rolled out. But in right. general, we need, we need prison reform. What's the first thing that you would do? And, and tell us what you, you touch on in the book, um, uh, what's, okay. what's the first suggestion you would do if you were king, so to speak, and you could just kind of wave, wave a wand and it would all fall into place? What would, what's the first thing you would do? Oh, first thing I would do is end all, um, um, how can I say this? I would end all mandatory minimum sentences. You know, um, because I think that's where you, you you create this mechanism of mass incarceration, because a person may come in 
and their sentence should be three years, but based on we have this mandatory rule we made up, oh, well, we're going to give you a life sentence, or we're going to give you 31 years to life or 25 years to life, you know, and it's only because of this this alternative sentence or this enhancement to the sentence, you know, and a lot of people in prison, they're full up because individuals are doing these enhancements, so we're going to give you 10 years because we think you're a gang member or you was in this neighborhood, we're going to give you 10 years for that, we're going to give you an extra 10 years for this gun you had, we're going to give you an extra 10 years because you had two prior felonies and stuff like that, so I would definitely end the mandatory minimums, which is one of the things, I talk about it in the book in chapter 9, uh, it's the three strikes law, which I was convicted of under, and, and one of the missions I'm on out here is to repeal that law because you have a lot of individuals that's just like me. That's that's you know, dun, 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 they're not into the crime state. They they didn't aged out of crime. They they rehabilitated themselves. They just sitting in prison waiting to go to the board of prison terms, you know, and that may be another 10 years from now, but you know, these are rehabilitated individuals that we can utilize out here in these communities, trying to get them back to, you know, uh, uh, peaceful, you know? So I think I, if I was king for a day, I would end mandatory minimum sentences. They don't work. They, they just create mass incarceration. Emotionally and mentally, uh, how much did you change from the, the start of writing this book to to the end and it coming out, uh, I I imagine there had to be a lot of soul searching. And I know you do the podcasting, so you you you're talking all the time. You got such a popular uh, following out there, but but still, the book has to be uh, soul searching and uh, and and uh, heart wrenching. Uh, I would assume. Uh, how much changed, if anything, in you from the start of the book to the end of the book? Oh, so so we actually wrote this book during the the pandemic, um, um, and you know we just we just really you know wanted to talk about you know how ear hustle started, you know how Nigel and I dreamed of writing a book about all the behind the scenes uh, uh, individuals, the behind the scenes situations, and um, I think we figured out that you know. I'm trying to see if to answer your question about how I've changed in that time. I can say that it was very interesting writing the book because you're going back and you're delving into your past life, delving into some of the things that, you know, the, the, the Ear Hustle podcast isn't about me and Nigel. It's about us, you know, um, giving other individuals the opportunity to tell their story. So it was the first time we had an opportunity to really just, you know, go in depth of how we got to San Quentin, how we created the podcast, uh, how we keep it going, how when I got out of prison, instead of just doing prison stories that them out, you know, I follow formerly incarcerated individuals around and, and talk about, you know, what life like trying to get a job when you have no no history of a job outside and for 30 years you just got a blank. You know, so to how it changed me, I think it's just just, you know, pushing me more and more into, you know, just being an activist for this, you know, um, just continuing trying to, you know, get these marginalized voices heard. Listen, you're, you're doing great work, as is uh, Nigel, and just uh, keep it up. Congrats on on your success. And that sounds, uh, you know, that that sounds almost uh, lame coming from somebody who's talking to somebody who uh, who was sentenced to 31 years. Nice. It's it just, uh, uh, you know, all. And by the way, for what you got sentenced on, it's just it's unbelievable. And there, there's killers walking the street, and there's rapists walking the street, and and you get nailed on this, and um, and, and slammed with that kind of sentence, just terrible. Can you give us a website, a social media site, uh, yes. the best place to listen to your podcast? 
Yes, you can listen to Ear Hustle. Just type in Ear Hustle on any uh, platform, but you can also go to earhustlesq.com to uh, our website, and it'll take you to anywhere, or you can go to either my Instagram, which is at Erlon Woods, or at Nigel Poor, which is Nigel's, and, and it'll take you to Ear Hustle. But, or you can just pop in earhustlesq.com, and it'll take you to us. We'll be talking about the book as we let you go. Erlon, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is Ear Hustle, Unflinching Stories of Everyday Prison Life. And Erlon Woods has been our very special guest. He talks about Nigel. That's his, his partner in the book and in the podcast. And, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to uh, help tell his story is uh, is, is because of what he was convicted for is a robbery and and look you know i'm not uh, and he by the way he's not uh saying i was framed i was this whatever but the the sentence that this man got compared to some of the sentencing we got here uh and and folks uh have here on 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 much bigger situations are terrible frank mckay signing off Earline Woods has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.